Welcome to the School of Bliss Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to elevate, to ascend, and to tap into your higher consciousness. This is a show where we not only inspire and motivate, we give you proven strategies and route to achieving unbridled bliss. And now, your host. What's up, what's up everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the School of Bliss podcast. I'm your host Colin Sadika, and today I just remembered one of my most, let me say, bizarre road trips ever that, you know, put me in a place of a little bit of extra character and, uh, extra mentality but at the same time learn some really important lessons that life has to offer so there's this one time my cousin has this major event happening out there in a city that's pretty much 600 kilometers away from the city i'm in so ideally the best bet would have been hey listen just take a flight and you're good to go we run but you see my cousin made it very clear hey listen collins i need you to pull up actually how he even started the whole conversation it was like the phone rings i see it's him i pick it up i'm like yo bro what's up obviously i'm pumped to see him you know because me and him you know we have this very very strong chemistry so i see his phone call i pick it up we start speaking he's like listen bro you know how far we come right i'm like yeah you know how many times we come through for each other i'm like yeah hey you know i'd never let you down bro when it's your time when you need me in any way shape or form i'm like yeah you know we're right or dies bro so it turns into this pep talk And the brother is pretty much, you know, preparing me to say yes to whatever he's about to propose. But, you know, I'm just going with the flow and I'm expecting some big, big request, which definitely is the thing. Yeah, so eventually I'm like, yeah, 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 bro, you know, I got you, bro. So we start, uh, he tells me he has this major event happening in three days. Can you imagine? It's only your close people. That reach out to you and give you 72 hours to prepare for something, <laughs> you know. So I got to drop everything that I'm doing and actually uh, make my way to, to him. Now he tells me, listen, it would actually be very, very helpful if you would come through driving because we're going to need your car. Uh, because we're going to need a few cars, actually. And you see now, it's a whole different ball game when you have to take a flight pay for the flight to and fro and still get to the place definitely hire a vehicle think you know from a financial perspective it made more sense to just fuel the vehicle which is actually cheaper than paying for the for the flight tickets i reckon and uh, you know get to the location use the vehicle out there and just drive back the only drawback is bro this is 600 kilometers away As a matter of fact, 600 kilometers is the estimate. It's probably 600 and something kilometers away. So I'm like, you know what? I got you. I'm going to do this for you because you know what? You've always come through for me and uh, you've been my real G for the the longest. And he's like, okay, so listen, I don't know when you decide to set off. Just let me know when you set off. But here's the thing. Be here by Wednesday. So I'm like, cool. We're good. So in my mind, I sit down, I make plans and I look up my schedule, look at all the activities that I have lined up for the week. And actually, Tuesday Tuesday is the only day that I'm super engaged because Tuesday I have this charity rugby match that I'm participating in. You know, it's good to involve yourself in charity activities because at the end of the day, you know, you leave your mark on humanity through what you've been able to offer humanity rather than what you've been able to make for yourself. Yeah, so I have this rugby match and it's not just some bullshit rugby match. You know, it's a rugby match that has some serious players 
because pretty much 75% of the people participating are professional athletes. So it was a big deal for me. It meant something to me. So uh, Monday is here. Tuesday, I play my match. Now, Wednesday, I need to set off really, really early. Really, really early. Tuesday night, I play the match, which was really, really tiring. It was physically exciting. And it was pretty much even mentally exciting as well. So this is a match that I played to my best level. It was like we were fighting for a championship. You know, I was in that mentality of a, of a final. It was pretty much a final because, you know, there the was, the was a trophy to be won at the end. It was this final mentality and I played so hard. And I was really, really fatigued after the match. So I get to the crib and I black out proper. Forgot to set an alarm. I was supposed to drive. Uh, to start my drive at 6 a.m. Uh, so basically, I was supposed to wake up at 5 a.m. But I was so tired and my body was so beat that my body needed proper rest. I did not wake up till 9. Now you can imagine a journey that was supposed to set off at 6 has to set off at minutes past 9. Not just minutes, but probably half an hour past 9. Because, hey, listen, man, I got to wake up I gotta have a quick bite, you know, shower up and dress up. Well, luckily I had already packed up the things that I needed. So I just picked them up, you know, tossed them in the trunk and uh, did a quick uh, preparation. You know, I was out by 9.30. I settled for the journey. My cousin is out here texting me, hey, listen, let me know when you get to a certain town because there's something I need you to pick up on your way as you pull up. I'm like, yeah, Roger, that. But the truth is, bro, I'm not even, I'm still in my city. I haven't even set off. But you see, at the end of the day, the journey has to happen. So I set off for this journey and I decided, you know what? I want to get to the highway as fast as I can. So, you know, I'm just going to switch on this GPS and uh, get the fastest route to the highway. I get to some place, the road is closed. That's already the journey starting with some bullshit. And I have to do a U-turn and drive all the way back. And it is such a waste of time. And I'm so frustrated as I do this. But I decide, hey, you know what? You know what's a good way of cheering myself up right now? Let me listen to some music. I try to switch on the sound system. Okay, it's on. But I just realized that, oh shit, I just left my flash disc that has all my proper music my flash drive, I left it in the crib and there's no way I'm going back to the crib for a flash drive. So I decide, you know what, I'm just going to play music via Bluetooth. And I check my phone and I'm like, oh shit, it's very low on battery, by the way. And there's no way to charge it right in the whip. So I'm like, okay, so now I can't play music. I can listen to some FM radio. And I mean, it's trashy as fuck and you know that. So I decide, okay, my phone battery is too low. I'm going to preserve that for emergency and for calls. And that's the right call. Because, I mean, in a, in a long journey, you definitely need to make some calls here and there. You definitely need to have your phone on just in case people need to reach you. And there's no way you're going to risk uh, having low battery and you're supposed to be driving, you know, for a very long distance. So FM gets boring really, really fast because first and foremost, the only channel that seems to be working, especially now that I'm steadily moving 
farther and farther away from the city is some channel that's blasting some funny songs man and i'm not going to mention those songs right now because i'm sure some, some you know some listeners out here are big fans of those songs you know what i'm saying but i mean everybody has their taste and preference so it is what it is so i'm out there you know just stuck listening to that music you know and i mean it's better than silence now you can imagine dead silence the road is very clear it's a stretch and a stretch and a stretch of tarmac and all you can see ahead is mirage you know the heat is blazing proper it's a beautiful day for sure but it's very hot you know it's 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 just something i drive i drive i drive i get very tired at some point and i decide okay now i need some water now i'm very skeptical about fluoride in water so i'm trying to find water that's at least filtered or something and i can't seem to find that so i keep driving i'm looking for anything that i can drink that's natural and i can't find nothing because you know now i've left the city and uh, remember i left in such a hurry i didn't carry much you know i just carry my phone i just carry the essentials the basics tossed my bags in the in the in the trunk and i was ready to run i didn't carry water i didn't even think about it so i'm now thirsty i'm super thirsty now i need to make a stop asap uh before i, I get super dehydrated because i mean it's hot as well outside so i keep moving i keep moving i come across uh, this location where there's a small gas station and the gas station has a small store a convenience store so i walk in i'm trying to get some water they don't have water really but they have this uh, vitamin uh, water you know and and i'm i'm, I'm like okay this is going to do check very fast you know i have this habit of checking everything before i buy what's the content of this what's the content of this so luckily it doesn't have any sugar i buy it real quick i'm hydrating I get myself a few uh, of those i'm hydrating i keep driving i get to a place in the middle of nowhere i've been driving with some dude for quite a distance you know there's this thing where if you've been driving for a very long stretch now you can imagine you've been driving with someone for you overtake them for a bit you know you keep moving they overtake you again and it's th- is this thing you know you become brothers and you don't know each other but you feel like oh damn bro you know <laughs> it's 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 kind of crazy and you know people who've driven for long distances will understand this 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 thing so i've driven with this dude for more than 30 kilometers so there's a junction ahead and i reckon he's trying to make a detour so he hoots at me and he's like adios bro so i continue driving solo and i get to a place deeper and deeper into no man's land it's pretty much a vast land and you know it's blazing hot outside and i just start feeling some weird thing you know it's like you know the the the, the whip starts moving weird and i know for sure i'm like okay i know i just didn't get a flat tire and i pull up pull over to the side and yeah it is what it is i have a flat tire in the middle of nowhere so i'm like hey you know what my best bet is to hop out of this way fix this this flat tire as soon as i can you know before it gets dark or anything like that or before you know some tribesmen from the bushes emerge with some bows and arrows and you know decide that you know what i'm about to be their king right now 
and they abduct me right now. You know what I'm saying? Nah, just some weird talk anyway. Fix the tire real quick, and I hop back on it. And I drive, and I drive, and I keep driving. Now, remember, out of the 600 kilometers, I've done probably 250 only so far. And we keep, we, we're still moving, we're still moving. Now, remember, I set off from the city very, very late. So by now, it's also even later. After 250 kilometers of driving, you know it's very late. So I know very soon it's going to get really, really, really dark. And I get to some place and I see some people trying to wave down the whip. It's like, you know, they need a lift. But I'm like, here now, it's dark. Y'all are some reptilian ship shifters out here trying to take me to Mars. Here now. And I keep moving. <laughs> it's paranoia. Hey, listen, man. I know we're all trying to be good people. Try to be helpful out here. But, you know, you just never know. You know, you pick up some people. And it turns out they're just some, you know, some some reptilian ship shifters. You need to go check on that. So I decide, nah, I ain't doing this shit. And I keep driving. It's very important to also trust your instincts. I keep driving. I keep driving. And I get to some stop now. I'm hungry. Man needs to eat. So, you know, I've been postponing the whole eating thing because I'm like, hey, listen, I don't want to just eat some random food on my way and have a horrible stomach upset when I still have all these kilometers to cover. So if I'm not extremely hungry, I'm just going to drink my water, my vitamin water and just keep moving. But at the same time, you know, you don't want your blood sugars to drop too low, especially if you're driving for very long kilometers. You need to be steady. You need to be on point. So I stop at a place that looks very distant. And this is a place where, you know, some mechanics can have a look at my whip. Uh, just, you know, like a quick diagnostics type of look. You know, check if the tire pressure is on point. Check if, uh, you know, everything is doing is, is all right, you know. So I let the mechanics check on my whip real quick. Uh, they let me know, hey, listen, everything is okay. We're just going to add some pressure to your tires. I'm like, perfect. And I sit down and I have a proper meal, a proper meal. And I'm like, okay, so now let's get it. And, you know, obviously I'm running out of time. My cousin is now worried. He's been calling me and calling me. And I'm like, hey, listen, man, I'm on my way. Uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I've, I've not been driving too fast. You know, I've just been driving slow because, uh, yeah, you know, just safety, safety. But the truth is I've been doing 140. I've been doing 150. 50. I've been doing, heck, even 160. You know, I've been, you know, I've been stepping on that gas proper. And um, obviously, you know, when you leave for a destination and you leave late, you'll be in a hurry. You'll be very frustrated when people are being slow and wasting your time. You overtake everyone out there. And that's just what it is. So before I leave this place, everything is, is, is set. Before I leave this place and continue on the journey, there's this woman, two women. One of them was heavily pregnant. One of them was just standing there. So I could tell this is probably a woman and probably, you know, a relative or a help or something. Because the other one was carrying the bugs. It looked like a woman and her help or something like that. And the woman told me, listen, if you're headed towards this direction, could you kindly drop us at a town just some kilometers away from here? Because we've been waiting for transportation and we can't see nothing. And I'm like, of course, hop in. As a matter of fact, I opened the passenger door for the, for the pregnant woman and I let her ride shotgun. 
And then the other woman jumps in the back and we move. And so we're moving. Now, I remember I've been in a hurry and uh, I'm, I'm really, really stepping on the gas. And I'm really, really stepping on the gas. I get to a place ahead. There's a roadblock. Right before the roadblock, there's some whips on the side and there's some people pretty much, I can say, under arrest, you know, because the cops are there with them withholding their driving licenses and pretty much harassing the shit out of them. I pull up to this location and obviously I have to stop. But when the cop, when I open my window and the cop looks inside, the cop can see a pregnant woman. And luckily enough, and just so you know, even when you're facing some, you know, trouble here and there during a road trip, there's normally a silver lining here and there. And I believe, and I believe that it was really, really meant to be because I was really, really speeding and I had no idea. You know, this is a new stretch for me. So I had no idea that there's a police stop here. There's a police stop there. It was such an ambush. So yeah, obviously the woman sees a pregnant woman and he's like, you know what? Keep moving, keep moving. And I'm, I'm out of danger. I'm, I'm in the clear because obviously I'd have either parted with a very, very heavy fine or I probably spent uh, the night parked at the side or was even in a police cell. Yeah, so we keep going and I'm like, thank you. I'm like, thank you. Yeah, so it turned out this was an individual that not only did I help her, but she also helped me in a way. And I was super grateful and I knew that it was meant to be. And that's why I always say, you know, follow your gut. You know, if you feel like something just doesn't add up, you know, just, just you know, trust yourself, trust your instincts. So we move, we get to that place and the woman, when, when, when we get to the woman's destination, she's, she's like, hey, listen, you've been very helpful to us. Take this cash or how much do you think we should pay you though? I'm like, hell no, nah, this was just a lift. I was just helping you. You can keep your cash. And she's so grateful and she tells me, bless you. And she, she's like, be blessed. You will arrive safely. Wherever you're going, you will arrive safely. And that was some blessings. So I'm like, thank you so much. Have a good night. And they set off on their way and we're all good and everybody is happy. And I've been given these blessings. So now I'm very tired. I'm very, very tired. And I'm very frustrated because I have been driving on a straight stretch for kilometers on end. And you know, it's even horrible because, listen, the, the, the songs that are playing on the FM radio are trash. So I'm like, I ain't listening to this bullshit. I switched off the, the radio. It's a silent vehicle. The only sounds I'm hearing is the sounds of rubber meeting the road proper. It's now dark. I'm driving on full lights. I'm hitting potholes. Sometimes bumps are not even that visible. I see them when I'm right about to reach, you know, to reach the bump. And, you know, because I'm very tired as well, you know, I slam on the brakes. Hit the, sometimes I hit the bumps and I'm like, okay, I need to wake up. But then luckily I'm like, okay, listen, if I look at my GPS, I just have one more hour of driving and I'm going to get there safely. And uh, yeah, I keep moving, I keep moving. But now, there's these stories that I was told about mysterious, weird things that happen in this area and I should be on the lookout. And this is a conversation I had with someone some years back, not even recently or something, but it was always in the back of my mind. 
that this area, there's some weird things, there's some weird happenings that so many people have reported over the course of time. When you listen to stories that people are recounting or people have experienced, you may brush it over some bullshit or some, uh, let me say, paranoia or some paranormal activity in someone's head. But the truth is, some things really happen for sure. I reach a certain location. Now, remember, I'm very, very tired. Trust you me, what I'm telling you is exactly what I saw. It was no hallucination because I was in my right state of mind. Trust me, I see a dog right in the middle of the road. The dog doesn't seem to want to move. How the fuck would the dog see a vehicle approaching on high speed? and stay in the middle of the road. I decide, hey, no, I ain't stopping for this dog. This is a fucking demon. And I step on the gas even more. And I'm trying to flash the lights. I'm trying to hoot. The dog won't budge. So I'm like, all right, it's your funeral, bitch. And yeah, it was a female dog for sure. So that wasn't a cast word. So I keep moving. And instead of hitting the dog, I even sort of slightly close my eyes like, did I just hit the dog? Bro, I didn't hit nothing. And I just kept moving. It's like I hit the wind. And I was like, this is some crazy shit. And I have these shivers running through, uh, running down my spine. And I just feel weird as fuck. And I know that exactly. What this person told me was for real. But you see, the thing is that woman told me, hey, listen, man. You were blessed and you will arrive where you're headed safely. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to go with that. You know, this is some negative bullshit. I'm not going to focus on this. I'm going to go with that. But still, I couldn't believe what the fuck just happened. And I just want to tell you right now, if you're going to drive, try to drive. Don't, don't drive too late in the night, especially if you're not well armed or if you don't have proper company. Because, you know, anything could happen, especially if you're alone. I mean, you could disappear without a trace. Reptilian shapeshifters will take you to Mars and there shall be no witnesses to be like, hey, listen, we were with him on this day at this time in this place, you know. So I decide, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to brush it off for now and just focus on what's happening. Now, remember, I'm in a very, very uh, remote place headed to that town. Now I'm in a very remote place, but I'm like 50 kilometers out. My cousin, who's been waiting for me the whole day, who's pretty much spent the whole day on his phone trying to reach me, trying to find out what's happening, decided to start driving towards me. So he's like, where you at exactly? I'm like, listen, I don't know this place, but this is what I can see where I'm at right now. He's like, just drive to the nearest landmark and stop there and let me know where it is, uh, where the place is. So I get to this place where at least it's like a small, can I say, a small center for trading and all of that. And there's people there. And I just park the vehicle to the side. You know, I see some people approaching and they're like, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? I'm like, yes, I'm okay. I'm very okay. What is your name? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely asking these questions uh, so that these people would know that, hey, listen, I ain't just some lost motherfucker who you can take uh, advantage of. Can I see some ID? And the boys are like, no, 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 we don't want any trouble. We're just finding out if you're, if you're good. And I'm like, yeah, all is well. And everybody is good. And I switch all my blinkers and I just chill. I'm like, hey, listen, in this area, if you get to this area, you would see me. My whip is, my, the blinkers are on. I'm very tired. I've been driving. I've driven pretty much 500 and something kilometers. And I'm very, very tired by now. 
And remember, this is a journey that I did out of the blue. I mean, I've been on a hurry the whole time. I haven't eaten properly. Well, at least I've tried to hydrate, you know. But obviously, yeah, it is what it is. Now, I learned some really important lessons during this journey. First and foremost, okay, let's start with the less important lessons, okay? If you're traveling out there and you're going to do a long-distance trip, you definitely want to make sure you got your spare tire. You want to make sure you had your whip serviced before you set off. And you definitely want to make sure you stock up on important things that you're going to need, like water, even have some packed meals so that you can avoid eating some food that will probably, especially if you have a sensitive stomach, you want to pack up on your own food so you can be out there feeling safe and secure. You can feed up, you can pull up to the side, just feed up and continue driving. You know, or if 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 you're good with food on the road, you know, you know, especially restaurants on the road, if you're good with that, it's all good, it's all up to you. But at the same time, you want to set off early enough so that you don't feel like you're in a hurry. Then you also want to avoid speeding because uh, the only reason why I was safe throughout while speeding proper is, uh, you know, I was just, the grace was upon me. You know, I was just favored. Now, I wouldn't advise that you decide to be Mother Teresa and decide to just give every hitchhiker a ride. I mean, you will give Jeffrey Dahmer a ride and that will be the... The last time you were seen, you know what I'm saying? You were seen speeding down the highway at a certain point and that was the last they ever saw you. I mean, you've got to be very careful the kind of people you decide to give um, lifts, especially, you know, if you have extra space in the whip. And if you have an opportunity to help someone, trust your instinct. And uh, I mean, definitely be helpful, but, you know, try to be, you know, Trust your instinct about it and try to be very careful the type of profiles you let in. At the same time, I know the whole paranormal activity thing is subjective. I mean, it's it's a topic where there's very mixed opinions depending on the people, uh, people's experience, personal experiences and beliefs. But I believe that that day there was a dog. I remember it was beige in color. And it decided that it was not going to budge. And I believe that was some evil shit. But you know what? I was well protected. You know, just I was covered, you know. So it didn't get to me. It didn't get anywhere close to me. But when I arrived, that was one of the main things I spoke about to my, to my cousin. And, you know, he had this group of friends when we linked up. He had this group of his friends and we decided to sit down somewhere and have a meal together before we go and retire and he told me listen these things are real these things have been happening around this place and just the other day there's a woman who hit a dog and there was extensive damage on her vehicle can you imagine hitting a dog on the same same stretch you hit a dog you feel the impact yes and then the damage is as extensive as all through the windshield and the front areas like you just came into collision with the lorry you know and that was the weirdest shit ever woman pretty much survived you know with pretty much got out of the out of the incident with no scratch whatsoever but that was weird as fuck like how would you hit a dog and sustain damage that will keep your vehicle in the garage for over a month you know yeah so i mean 
pray, yeah, pray, pray before you set out for your journey. Uh, if you believe in a higher power, you know, you definitely have to pray before you set out for any journey. It is what it is. If you do some good, I mean, the universe will find a way to protect you and repay the good as well. And if you're trying to help people, you know, just do it out of genuineness. Don't expect you know, some, some things from them in, in return. If you want to help, you know, just do it out of the kindness of your heart and uh, not really because you're doing it just to get some other favors because then, then that's fake and uh, it's not going to yield nothing positive in return. But ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say that was just part one of the road trip. I'm going to make a part two about the road trip, especially on my way back because it was even more dramatic. Um, But I, I think I don't have that much time to talk about it in this podcast so i just want to say thank you so much for tuning into this story and um yeah appreciate y'all bless y'all colin sadika signing out